This is a symposium podcast with E. Wright and Romero. So that's what really, that's what I really resonated with is just that, you know, like, don't, don't be a b- man. Like, <laughs> I, was, I was trying to, like, like, I feel like everything you just said. <laughs> like, I didn't, I didn't want to watch what I was, but you know what I mean, like. Everyone, welcome back to the Symposium Podcast. On the other side of the chair, way over there, tired as way fuck. Way over here. What up? What up? E. Wright back again with another episode of Symposium Podcast. Ooh, some energy. Um, you just threw me off with the ooh. Oh, sorry. Um, <laughs> kick it back to my man over here. <laughs> you know what it is? Bust down everything, setting rose gold. Uh, we in this bitch. In the middle is a recurring guest. Has not we have not seen him in some time. Can you remind the people who you are, sir? Mike Middling. <laughs> Need a soundboard. Welcome back, sir. Uh, Thank you for having me. Nice to see you. Yeah, yeah. Glad to have you back on the pod. Good to be back. Uh, it is September fifteenth. Yeah, twenty twenty-two. Boys are here, man. We got some uh, very interesting topics to touch on. But before we do that. To the boys and to the people, uh, welcome to the party. <laughs> we ain't go, Jesus. <laughs> so just uh, call it what you want, tidbit. I don't know. Last time Michael was on here, he was sober, and now not anymore. <laughs> 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 well, he said he wasn't drinking for reasons and respect, but now apparently that has changed. But, Too lit to quit. Okay, sir. <laughs> Have a little bit of that, and then yep. shit goes crazy. But Perfect. quick check-in. Ema, man, how you doing? Uh, I am doing all right, man. I'm very, very exhausted, but <laughs> um, we here, man, you know, um, sacrifices. But I'm good, man. It's just been a long, very long day. Yeah. But, um, no, it wasn't terrible. It was just busy. Very busy day. Um, yeah, I was telling Michael when he first got here, um, some shit must have popped off last night. And two a.m. woke up to some bunch of cops arresting some chick, Jeez. and tried to lay back down. Woke up at three, couldn't fall back to sleep. Went to work out at six, worked all day, worked out again at six, and now we're here. So. Damn. You doing two a days? Goddamn. Man. Motivated. Yeah. Hold on. No, I'm, I'm here. I ain't seen you in a minute. You School is back. Like, you, you're back working back. and everything. I'm back working. I'm back schooling. How is it so far? It's not too bad. Okay, that's, that's good. good. That's it's good. It's just exhausting because I forgot how to do it for a little bit, but. You man. was living life a certain way now. Yeah. Yeah. Now, just getting to bed. It's really just getting getting back in my normal routine, but teaching wise, I'm I'm actually killing that shit. So it's fun. Really, you know, it just feels like everybody has to be back. There's no more online, mm-hmm. so it's it's the building is busier, but you know, and classrooms are bigger, which is a downside. But you know, we're just glad to have the kids back in school. The kids glad to be back in school. So 
Good. Starting off pretty smooth, man. And well, good, man. I'm glad to hear that. That you might be exhausted, but it sounds like things are all right. Yeah. So yeah, far. yeah, yeah. You know, just just getting back into the grind, back into the fucking um, grass school shit too. So that's that's why I really like fuck. You know, getting back into that groove. So you definitely have to be in a certain mindset for that. Yeah, like, yeah. for sure. I can only imagine. All right, brother. Well, but other than that, I'm breathing, man. I'm breathing. <laughs> so that is shit. How you doing, man? I'm all right, man. I'm okay. Um, I've been having some some ups and downs, more downs than I expected. But you know, I'm breathing too. I, like honestly, I really can't complain. It's just some shit that like I did not expect and really threw me off. And so now I'm just like, okay, we. We move forward. Yeah. It's, it'll be all right. Yeah. It'll be all right. So that's all. But other than that, I'm good. Micah Mitling, how are you, sir? I'm good, man. It's been a wild uh, six months or so, but yeah, I'm here. I'm also breathing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also a bit tired. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> yeah, man, I'm here. I'm good. Good, brother. Good, good. All right. Uh, should we get into some news? A little bit? Let's do it, man. Um, there's not much to tell. First and foremost, we have to acknowledge this. Uh, Queen Elizabeth II has passed. Uh, she was 96. Damn. Yeah. So she, she was queen for a really long time. Really, really long time. So rest in peace. Not much else I can really say there. I was about to say, yeah. Uh, like that that's pretty much it. Yeah. It'd be one it'd be one thing if it was like I don't know, a president or something that we knew, but Yeah. It's like it's across the pond. Yeah. So thoughts and prayers still. Now let's outside of that, let's talk about what the fuck going on with Elon Musk. Elon Musk has to give up forty four B. Uh this comes from CNN. Elon Musk has publicly filed updated counterclaims against Twitter based on whistleblower disclosures. Look, bottom line, here's what happened. Elon Musk said, I'm going to buy Twitter. Twitter was like, yeah. And then later on, he said, I don't want to do it. And Twitter was like, no, you need to do that. The fact that you said 44B is casually like that is fucking insane yeah, <laughs> i would never touch that money. in my life like won't even sniff it it's like and it's just crazy like damn yeah that's a lot of fucking money that's a lot of fucking money to just man that would fill this room with bills man yeah easy easy pallets god damn i can't imagine i can't imagine 44 bees a few there's a we talked about this on the pod already a certain amount of m's i can imagine but a b in itself i'm like that's a lot of like what would you do i don't know i can i I really truly don't even know you could do it what can i do (laughs) that's That's a dangerous question yeah what can't i do that's a dangerous question like what can i do shit what can't i do okay that's it. That that's news to me. Before we get on any other tangents, but um, moving on from that, Micah Milling. First of all, I said it already, but again, welcome back, sir. Yeah, thank you, man. 
Now, first thing that I'd like to talk about is your adventures in South Korea. Yeah, I straight up dipped. Yeah, you did. I bailed quick. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I mentioned this on. Where were you coming from in the last podcast you did? Yeah. I don't even know. I Damn. was just here, I think, for a minute. Oh, I... you were he? He was here, and oh, you then were going somewhere. He said, "Now I remember, because I'll never. I now I remember this for sure." You left, and it was like, oh, you're going to Texas. And then oh, you dropped yeah. the bombs, that like, no, it. I'm going to South Korea. Yeah. Definitely. Okay, I'm like, this feels like deja vu to me. That's why I'm like. Yeah. yeah, you're right. Okay, so you okay? You just said I'm going there, Daniel. Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> so okay. some context. So he's a man of his word. He's some a man context. of his word. <laughs> My wife's South Korean, so that's the connection. Mm, uh, right. Her family's over there. Okay. So this is my fourth or fifth time over there. Damn. Okay. And yeah, it was it was a trip. This trip was very different than other trips, but yeah, it was a uh, good and bad. There were high moments, low moments. I bought a dog. That tight. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, don't dogs just like run around out there though too? They like, do. Don't they get a lot of wild uh, in dogs? the city, no. But oh, they okay. have an island out there. Yeah. Where okay. They, I don't know what they call it, but they call it like Dog Island. But they have an island where it's just straight up thousands of dogs. Yeah. And you can go in there and just snatch them up, fuck you if you want. Damn. One. Oh damn. Like, That's scary. Uh, but you just never know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, they have the Korean breed over there. But yeah, they used to also eat dogs long ass time ago. They don't yeah. really do that anymore. I'd hope not. Um, you can still find an occasional sketchy place no, if you want you. it. Um, but yeah, there, there's a lot of new laws and rules on that. But yeah, mostly it's just domesticated people usually keep them as pets. It's pretty, it's like a Gucci bag, man. You see people everywhere just walking around like these little dogs. <laughs> wow. Jesus. Yeah. All right. Well, shit, man. I mean, I know that you've been to South Korea before, but I'm kind of curious to know, like, can you tell us what some... What are some differences that you've seen, like some cultural differences? Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I'm just going to do like a bird's eye view of some things that really stood out to me. Because what was interesting the other day, me and my wife, because she just got back. I was um, there for about three months and then I had to come back and do some business shit. But she just came back and we both came in through, uh, I think it was LAX. And we both had the same experience of like you go from Korea, which I'll talk about in a minute. To LAX and LAX, man, it's different when you go there in a domestic flight, but when you're coming in from international, you got to go through customs. And dude, I'm telling you, um, that customs. Have you seen the movie Idiocracy? Yeah. Yeah. It's just like. Do you know what that is? No, I'm not. I'm not familiar. It's a movie about basically a dystopian world in the future. Yeah. Um, it's a comedy, but um, there's some scenes in there where they go in like government buildings, but they're just run down, dirty as fuck. Like the lights are flickering. Mm -hmm. No joke, man. Like I was walking down the hallway, going to customs in LAX, and the lights were fucking flickering. It almost looked they were like gonna be like rats skittering across yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. the hallway. And like you go through like customs and TSA, and then you get in the airport, and they're straight up like homeless people, and it's just dirty as fuck. You got people just kind of standing around, man. Just like it's a very different atmosphere. Mm -hmm. And it's also kind of like, welcome to America, bitch. Like, <laughs> and for people that have idolized it, and that's where I want to go with this is like in Korea, people idolize the American way of life. Yeah. And so to come from this kind of fantasy of what you think America is, and obviously LA, San Francisco are great cities once you get into them, but just coming that initial, just going through customs like that. Yeah. It's like, damn. Like, it's a this shock. Is like, yeah, it's a shock. It's like a, a punch to the gut. Like mm. your fantasy dissolves. There's actually a, 
uh, it's called Paris syndrome. You guys should look it up. But there's there's something specifically about um, Asian travelers, um, and a lot of happens at times in Paris. Mm. But it's this mental breakdown that sometimes people from these countries have when they go to countries like New York or Paris, where they get there and it's nothing like what they had thought, and they like literally can't take it. They have like psychosis. They have like a full on like mental breakdown. Yeah. Because it's like what they imagine does not line up with reality. It's a, according to this, it's, um, it's a sense of extreme disappointment exhibited by some individuals yeah, when visiting Paris who feel that the city was not what they oh, okay. expected. Okay, yeah. I hear that a lot, though. Yeah. So you like watch Ratatouille, right? Oh, love Ratatouille. <laughs> love Ratatouille. Love Ratatouille. <laughs> And like somebody like came to an actual rat and you're like, yo, man, like, this is not what I yeah. imagined. You know, Paris is a dirty city, bro. Yeah. Um, Shit. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, do you want me to riff off though my experience in Korea or like? Uh, sh- sure. Okay. Yeah. All right. So I would say the closest thing I can compare Korea to is Korea is like America and what I imagine America would be like in the 1940s, 50s and 60s. It's like got this atmosphere of like, you know, like in the early 1900s, a lot of shit that was built then, we're still living in today. Like in St. Paul, Minneapolis, mm-hmm. like, and during that time you were like on the come up, you know? Yeah. Like yeah. shit was being built that's still gonna be in use like 100, 200 years from then. And it's like that there, like everything is being built. There's a sense of like camaraderie mm-hmm. in the air. Like there's this just like tangible energy where you kind of look around and you see other people and it's like everybody's like yeah we're in this together there's a sense of like unity and being like yeah we're fucking building this thing together yeah that's something that i I wanted to ask you because i've i've learned about that not just with south korea but other countries they have a um i forget the word like collectivism mindset right yeah 100 percent. they're they're not about one individual they're about what you said we're all in this together yeah so yeah and it's a trip going from that to like back here where it's like a million different people all kind of being their own individual yeah you know who the fuck are you what are your pronouns where the fuck are you going in life and like everybody's like going off in their own direction right Mm -hmm. and in south korea there's just this like unity thing that you just don't feel in america so it's it's weird so are you are you more for that community piece or are, are you like the, like, like we are like, the, I think are like, go get it, you know, go get it on your own or very indi- you know. individualistic. I, I think guess. there's an art yeah. to this shit. I think literally like civilizations, like this is the come up and then you're on top and then it dissolves into everybody do their own fucking thing. So I think there's like a balance and I think yeah. finding that balance is key. Cause okay. I think for sure, like it goes way too far in that direction. Mm-hmm. Like people over there, like we think working 40 hours is a lot here. Yeah. They're working like 60, 80 hours a week. Like they're fucking like, and that's an average week. Damn. But here's the thing, man. Like why I bring up the 1960s reference is there's this element of, okay. So people still go to malls over there. Like mm. it's an experience. Like malls over there, they have pools on top of that shit. People still go there on the weekends. Like when you go to a mall there, it's like an experience. Like kind of like how like we used to go to malls in like the nineties. People yeah. are still doing that shit over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, I was in the mall there and they literally had a spa, spa on top of the roof. They had a fish tank 
cafeteria that was just lined with these exotic fish tanks everywhere. You just go in there and get a cup of coffee. They have like waterfalls and shit. Like there's tons of people in there all buying shit. Like it's like an event. It's like yeah. something you do socially. We're now like, yeah, we'll go to the mall, but like it's not like that. You right. know, it's not like the experience like it was for us back in the 90s and the early 2000s, you know? The other thing is, is like they're still pumping gas. You roll up, a motherfucker runs out. Yeah. <laughs> what do you want, Jimmy? Fills <laughs> up your tank, he wipes down your windows, and you yeah. drive off. Like, um, my my uh, wife's uh, her dad. That's what he does. He used to be a business owner, went bankrupt, and now he's working for a gas station. But he's literally one of those dudes. When you roll up your car, yeah. he's running out there asking you what kind of gas you want yeah. and wiping down and your doing the extra, going extra mile. Yeah, literally going but, into these malls, man. Like. They're people, they're motherfuckers. Their full-time job yeah. is waving and bowing at people as you drive into the fucking mall. And that just made me think right away to um, back to just tying it back to the community shit. Yeah. Like, they that trust is instilled. Yeah. Now, shit, you didn't trust nobody. Right? No. Like, yeah. Get the fuck away from my car. Exactly. I don't know, you know, I don't know what's going to happen, exactly. you know? And that's, that's the piece we're missing. That's yeah. the piece we're missing, man. Yeah, it's it's insane. You feel yeah. like you're in a different universe. It's just a different world. It is here. a different world. And people will park their fucking nice-ass cars on the fucking sidewalk. They have laws over there where the cops can't... If they damage your car, they have to pay for it. Damn. So if you have a nice enough car, yeah. you can park that bitch fucking anywhere you want. Yeah. Like literally anywhere. You can park it in front of City Hall, up on the curb... On the fucking steps. Yeah. No one's going to touch that shit. Um, but there's also this level of trust. Like, I felt good about, like, walking around late at night. I always usually do, even in America, though. Yeah. But, like, I felt good about, like, my wife walking around at, like, yeah, you know, 1 yeah. p.m. if she wanted to go to, like, the corner store or something, right, you know? Right, right. And that's a different vibe than, like, you know, America. Yeah. You know, I land in LAX, and the first thing I'm like is, like, I'm going to get fucking strapped. Like, right. <laughs> what the fuck is my gun? You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, shit. Yeah, like, where's my safety deposit box? Damn. Okay. Shit. Yeah. All right. Very. It's, that's a big difference. I mean. Massive. I don't know. It kind of makes me just. Okay. So, for. For your kid, right? Right. Knowing that there is a a huge difference in, in terms of how people live, like this whole idea of individualism compared to collectivism, which one would you want your kid to experience the most? 100% South Korea. Really? Yeah, or any other. There's like, the thing is, is when you travel and you go to parts of Asia or parts of Europe, you're like, you have this kind of like identity shift where you're like, shit, like there are 50 countries that have a better lifestyle than America times 10. And America's like all the way down here. You don't realize it until you're there. And that's why I was like, when, to be honest, one of the reasons why I went to South Korea was I was trying to get the fuck out. Like I wanted to move out of the country permanently. It didn't work out that way. I'm back and I'm probably going to be here for a while. So you're all stuck with me. <laughs> um, but oh, I was, oh, I was no. literally trying to scheme and plot my way to like, move out of the country permanently and either stay in South Korea for a number of years and then move to Australia, New Zealand, or just get straight to Australia, New Zealand. Mm. Sorry. You're good. I don't want to switch gears too much, but I forgot, I forgot to add this topic because this is a conversation that you and I have had so many times. Um, and we talked about it a little bit 
when Kevin, actually, we did talk about it when Kevin was here, but living in Minnesota and, and that sort of experience. So how Kevin described Minnesota and his experience is 100% different, like completely different from what Micah has experienced. Yeah. Like that man has love for it. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, love. Yeah. Micah, will you tell E, <laughs> would you tell E how you feel about Minnesota? Dude, I fucking hate Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's a part of me that wants, like, I don't believe in ghosts, but there's a part of me that kind of wishes that I could be a ghost just so I could haunt Minnesota until it gets wiped <laughs> off the fucking planet. <laughs> like, that's how much I hate it. I've thought about how much, like, I want to just see Minnesota get fucking nuked. I'm like a, off I'm the fucking board. Like the glaciers question. stopped too soon. They <laughs> should have kept on coming down. Like, That's what I was gonna say. Stupid question. So obviously, why you travel so much, right? Yeah, yeah. And I'm pissed at my fucking ancestors <laughs> for being like their fucking stupid asses coming over here and be like, "Yeah, this is good enough." Like we're not gonna go all the way quite out west. Like this is the Midwest. We're just gonna <laughs> hang out here, like in the Midwest. <laughs> Like, this is our climate. And that's fucking stupid to me. I get pissed, man. If I, had, I could have a time machine, I would go back and I would kick my ancestors in the balls. <laughs> I'd pin them up against the wall and I'd be like, motherfucker, don't you fucking dare. I would literally do that is, shit, man. Is this, is that this, would be my first top priority. It wouldn't be to kill a Hitler. <laughs> it wouldn't be changing the world or anything. I'd go back and I'd fuck up my ancestors. Is this, is this hate from being in other places or is it just... I've always hated. Just always, yeah. <laughs> okay. Born okay. hatred. From I mean, Minnesota. I assume. I assume so. I was just like, All born right, hatred, just a <laughs> burning desire. And I think one of the reasons why I kept on getting pulled back to Minnesota, and that's a saying that like Minnesotans can never leave, right? Because we mm-hmm. always get sucked back in. Yeah. I think that in the cosmic array of things that I kept on getting pulled back to Minnesota mm. because I hadn't dealt with my intense anger and hatred for Minnesota. So I actually now. Feel better. I don't want to haunt Minnesota. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to, if I die, like, you know. I don't know. That I was like, you seem really bad. I mean, there, there's a part of me. I still hate it, but I've also grown to appreciate it. I've grown to, I'm still happy as fuck to get the fuck out. I'm moving to Colorado in two weeks, right? Yeah. yeah. I don't know if there's wood underneath there, but mm. whatever. Yeah, you good. Um, yeah. So I'm, I'm still trying to get the fuck out, but. At the same time, I'm more at peace with Minnesota than I probably ever have been or ever will. Okay. Mm-hmm. So this is top of the curve right here with my tolerance for Minnesota. But that's good. I mean, that's good yeah. to leave on that sort of note. Yeah, 100%. To... But I've had to. I just realized that the universe wasn't ever going to let me leave unless... You did that. I, yeah, I had to come to peace with it. Yeah. So that's, that's, that's about it. Just wanted... Yeah. I had to get that out there. Fair enough. I was. I always find it interesting, though, that you feel that way, because, as we know, like I feel differently. There are things that I do not like about this state, but at the same time, in a way, I kind of have a collective mindset, right, with the state. So, right. And to hear you say, like, "Nah, fuck this place," I'm like, <laughs> "Well, how does that work?" You feel it over in South Korea, yet the place that you were born in and even grew up in, you don't feel that at all. Yeah. I would say, I don't know how you'll exactly answer that. I felt home many places, but I've never felt home in Minnesota, and I don't think I ever will. There's always an element of being home. Like, there's certain things, like I love the North Shore, right? Or just like, there's certain parts of Minnesota where I'm like, yeah, I can fuck with this. But 
it's nothing in comparison to other other places. I've grown to appreciate it, but it's very different. I'll say this. Um, I'm not sure if this is exactly what you're asking, but like when I got back, and there's always been a culture shock when I get back to Minnesota. Yeah. But when I got back, and I don't like country music. I don't. I fucking hate country music. Okay. <laughs> but I've been listening to like poor white, sad black, just blues, grass, just fucking country, just fucking music. And I don't like country, but I've been listening to it because I don't know. There's a part that connects me to where I think things are headed in the U.S. There's just like a vibe in the U.S. that's different right now. And I don't think that people know, especially Minnesotans, what's about to fucking hit us. But that sounds very ominous, sir. It is what it is. Okay. It just is what it is. But the, the reason why I hate Minnesota is so much is because like if you're on the East Coast or West Coast, you have to deal with weather. I mean, obviously, like we get we get cold weather, right? But you have to deal with hurricanes that are trying to kill you, right? You have to deal with, um, you know, like the heat in California. I mean, I'm going off the weather thing too much. But there's also, you have to deal with like diversity more, right? There's more diversity in New York, San Francisco, LA. Chicago. Chicago. Um, Minnesota's a comfort state. That's why we have comfort food. We have a comfortable lifestyle. We have comfortable people. And it's a good place to raise a family. But if you want to challenge yourself, you can do that in Minnesota. I'm not saying that you motherfuckers aren't at all. Don't take it personally. You can do it. But I'm saying like it's harder as a person that's trying to challenge himself here versus like East Coast or West Coast. This whole strip going down, it's it's just harder. The people that are, are in different places, they usually move to New York, LA, San Francisco, Seattle. You know, that's why all the hot <laughs> are here in the summer. Come winter, fucking nobody here. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm fucking saying? Either that or they're putting on too many clothes. But I'm just saying, like, you know what the fuck I'm saying, bro? They're this fucking out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right shit all right well thank you for that uh answer sir that's something to to think on at shit i don't know what to say after that honestly (laughs) um fuck it's a great perspective man (laughs) <laughs> it's it's something it is something it's a perspective i wouldn't it's necessarily a, say it a great one but it's, it's something <laughs> also my personal experience in minnesota which i've been able to uh, through years of therapy yeah recognize <clears throat> that my life here growing up was very different compared to like other people's life here so i can appreciate and like people like kevin that love minnesota or like you like you i really respect you a lot and mm-hmm. just hearing your thoughts on like why you want to stay in minnesota i'm like i understand that and i want that for myself and i'm a little bit jealous of that and i'm like yeah i, I resonate with that i like that i can't feel that in the same way in minnesota but i can appreciate that you want to stay here and raise a family and find your own challenges and adventures in minnesota and use this as a base to go out from everywhere else in the world yeah but it's not my base and that's fair Honestly, I, I respect that. Yeah. E, what about you, though? Because I know we've had multiple conversations, and it sounds like when your nephew is off to college, like, it sounds like you're out. Eh, it changes every day. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Maybe, maybe not. Good days, bad days. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we'll see where I'm at. Maybe I'll move. Maybe I'll go across the country. Yeah. Maybe yeah, I'll get a sandwich. Okay. Yeah, it just depends. You know, it depends on where I'm at in my life, especially mentally. When you know, when um, 
you know, when he is done, like, you know. Not time will tell. I do plan on I do plan on traveling though. I do want to. I mean, not saying I'm waiting for him to leave so I can travel, but you know, just trying to figure my shit out right now. So, you know, just kind of taking it day by day. You know, but it's not off the table. Like, if I can get out of here, I probably would get the fuck out of here. But yeah, it's a commitment. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Need, definitely. You need, yeah, definitely. So starts with a passport. Yeah, that's all it is. Yeah, I've, um, it's funny because I had this conversation for maybe two hours, two and a half hours, uh, just this past uh, weekend. Word. Yeah. <laughs> with, uh, How'd it go? Like, tell me. I was with Omar. I was with Omar and Nate, and I just shout out to those fools. I basically just got belittled for not having a passport for two <laughs> hours. Shit. <laughs> so I need to get a passport. Yeah, you do. It's been too long. We've been having this conversation for years. So I, I don't yeah. know what I'm doing. I don't know why I'm not. Yeah. Yeah. You we know. should travel. You get your passport. Yeah, definitely. We'll figure it out. We should yeah. go some places, man. Um, so that's that was that Dude, is I want to take you to some other fucking place. That that is my like I do. that I is excited. my like high priority. Yeah, is to go get my passport. Nice, so man. so I will keep you guys updated. <laughs> I, I mean, will keep you updated when that happens. We're like two, three episodes in now. You got to do it. Yeah, it has yeah. to happen. It chances are it will. Oh, not, it, it will. Oh, not, yeah. It's one hundred percent happening. It's gonna 100%. happen. All right, cool. Can't wait. Yeah. All right. Well, switching gears here. Now, Micah, the last time that you were on, you were giving uh, some gems as far as how people are in the market, how to go about it. Can you tell us what the state of the market is in right now? I can a little bit. I can give you my personal opinion. I don't know if it's the actual state, but I can give you my opinion. (laughs) That's fair. Can you give us your, your viewpoint? Yeah. So I think... Right now, if you look at like the news cycle, right? Like the news cycle, the media cycle was really hot on Corona. It was really hot on fucking Ukraine for a minute. Um, when number 5045, you know, the president, mm-hmm. when he was in office, like things were really hot about him, right? And the media has kind of run out of things to talk about. Yeah. And right now, if you look on YouTube or if you look on just watch fucking whatever news channel, whatever, pick your poison. They're all saying the same thing. Like, we're about to hit a fucking recession. Things are about to get dark. They're about to get bad. Fear sells, right? They need the clicks. They need the views. Yeah, 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 definitely. So I agree with most of that. I do think that we're going to go into recession. I do think that things are going to get worse. And I don't think that we've seen the half of it. However, at this current moment in time, I'm like, everything's priced in. And what the fuck is so bad right now? Okay. Like I think we're like I think all the sellers have already sold. I think we're kind of just like coasting along like a bottom here. Like we had a bad day the other day. CPI net numbers came out, so that's where they track inflation, like how much you're paying for a glass of milk, um, everything from that to mm. rent to like you know how much whatever costs you. Yeah. And those numbers came out. I think it was Tuesday, and they were just a nick above what the expectations were, and. The market tanked, but it didn't tank that hard. You yeah. would have expected it to tank harder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were still shit and green. And I was going, I, th- you know, the other thing too, man, going back to like Warren Buffett's days, when Warren Buffett was trading shit, there weren't all these algorithms. Mm. It was a whole different ball game. 
And now you have algorithms that pretty much <laughs> control and buy yeah. and sell the markets. Absolutely. But if Apple does well, that means all the fucking semiconductor stocks are going to go well. And then that's going to push up all these fucking other tech stocks. And mm -hmm. you get these fucking things like they just pop off and you can see the bots working in the back. And that's why fucking Elon Musk doesn't want to buy Twitter. Um, <laughs> but what I'm saying is I, I think that a lot of the selling has already happened. And I think to have us go much down further right now, like we need another black swan, like a nuclear bomb would have to go off. Something crazy would have to happen in Ukraine. Mm -hmm. Like we would need something big to happen to really push us down much further. My personal, and I don't usually give like viewpoints like this, but my personal viewpoint right now is that if you looked at the top, like when crypto was at all times high, yeah, people like 50%, they were running surveys and they're like, where do you think the market's going to go? And 50% at the all time high were like, yeah, we think this bitch is going to keep on going higher. Mm -hmm. Right. Right now you have 50% saying they're going to, they think it's going to keep on going lower. Oh, and okay. I think when you get that much of a mass group of people saying any one thing, if you're high or low, I think that the odds are more likely that it's going to shoot up in the meantime. So I think in a short time, we're going to see a rally in the stocks of crypto. I think, you know, end of this year, beginning of next year, I think shit's going to get real bad real quick. Yeah. And I think we're going to have another drop. And I think that's when things get ugly. Damn. That's my, that's my take on it. That's and it's right. not a popular opinion. Everybody thinks that we're going to keep on going down. Yeah. But if you look at 2008, man, that shit really cut us off guard. Right now, it's like every fucking boomer in town is going to be like, have you sold yet? Yeah. Have you fucking sold yet? It's <laughs> coming. You? The recession is coming. It's like, you know. Where are you at with that, bro? Oh, shit. No, like, bro. Okay, yeah, good. yeah. You keep it on him. No, 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 it's like you just said, like, what are your, what's your thoughts on the market right now? Not what are no, you I'm literally at? Like, what's that shit? No, no, it's fair. Uh, still, I agree with them 100% because I'm looking at it every day. Mm. And even with the investment that I'm really focused on, I shared that with you. Like, there was a moment where it just, it jumped. It was skyrocketed. Like, it was so good while other, other, um, stocks were going down it was going up and i was like all right money and then it just started to drop and it went along with the market and i was like okay okay yeah, but it wants a, to run it's okay yeah it wants to run so i don't know whenever you see it and this is this is something that needs to be touched on as well like you have you really have to we've touched on it before but like you really have to make sure that you're in a good headspace yeah because even if you're looking at the market every fucking day and you just seen nothing but red that's gonna mess with you yeah, it's gonna fuck with your head so why look at it every day you shouldn't for but me it's just a thing it's just yeah yeah like because it's, it's your fucking money it's like all right where what is it doing today did it go up did it go down that's yeah that sounds very stressful but even if you <laughs> even if you limit it though like and that's a, I don't think people really do that, you know? Yeah. They, there are people who can look at something real quick and then they go about their day. Mm. And then there are people who just watch it. Yeah. Like, oh, it went up. Oh, 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 went down. Oh, oh, okay, it went down. Like, it doesn't stop for them. For me, I look at this. Um, I wake up. I do what I need to do. I take a moment to see what's going on in the market. And then I go to work. That's it. I don't look at it the rest of the day. Mm. I got other shit to do. Do I want things to change? Like, if I see something that I think is bad, yeah. But it's not the end of the world. Right. So, 
Michael, what's going on with you? Nothing, man. Just hanging <laughs> out on your podcast. It's great, bro. Liar, dude. <laughs> all right, man. Um, are you still considering investing at all? Yeah, I am yeah. investing. Not are you, you fool. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm considering. I'm considering. You do. You were like just talking. To yeah, him. sorry, that was, sorry, that sorry. That's, 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 me. that's on me. My bad. But my yeah, bad. yeah, I'm still considering for sure. You know, it's on the list. What's stopping you from like pulling that trigger? Because now is the time to buy. Yeah, that's what exactly what he was saying. Um, yeah. I don't. I just was. I just gotta. I want to know what I'm doing. You know what I mean? I haven't I taken the time to actually just sit down and not even like i don't need to know every fucking thing but i just need to know like all right if i i we're give me somewhere to start you know like all right i should start here 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 this might be a good idea but maybe you know it's still at risk you got to be ready to take that risk you know what i mean like because i've never i was never into gambling but because that's how i i see like yeah but not per se you know what i mean but so it's just kind of just getting just gotta i just gotta get up the fucking porch you know what i mean i'm just standing right there like stoop kid but i just want to jump off you know you know what here's my opinion because i'm looking and seeing everybody else like exactly yeah and then i'm gonna look too long and it's gonna be too fucking late you know regardless i can't say i can't necessarily say regardless of what's going on in the market but whatever chunk of change that you get like from your check and stuff just yeah put just a portion, it's like twenty bucks. Yeah, just take that and put it in, cause we spend money on bullshit all the, all time, the time, all the time, all the time. So what's twenty dollars compared to like what you yeah. normally spend on nonsense? Yeah, no, literally all the time, and it, that's and that's why you know it's called investing for a reason, right? Mm-hmm. I can spend, I can go out this weekend and put a, put that money on. You know what I mean? Could have put it aside in there. It would have been more like now it's gone. You know, if I, you know how, that's yeah. how I think. Like, so it's not, it's not really like that. It's just, I want to know where, you know, I mean, I want to just want to know, all right, just give me a, so, cause if somebody fucking asked me, oh, you put your money in there? Why? Shit, I don't fucking know. Cause my friend told me to, yeah. you fair. know what I mean? No, that's fair. fair. So just, I just want to get my gain, gain a little more knowledge. Like I, I'm, I've been I've been doing a little reading and like you know just yep. asking a lot of questions and my only counter to that would be I have two thoughts on it. Number one, I think if you put twenty bucks into it, you have skin in the game. Yeah, and you have more motivation to learn. That's yeah. very true. That's and very so true. It's it's gonna help you want to learn more. Yeah, you might not. Okay, you might kind of be on the fence right now, being like, I don't feel like I have enough information to invest. Right. But putting that twenty bucks in, all of a sudden now you got skin in the game. Yeah. And now you want to know what the fuck you. That's just very true. In, That's very true. And now you have a reason to like keep an eye on it. Sometimes yeah. I'll put money in something, even if I don't know anything about it, just because I want to learn. Yeah. I want to watch it. I want to like keep my eye on it, and I want to give a fuck. Yeah. And if I don't have money in it. Why? Why would I give, I a, give fuck? a fuck? You're right. That's very true. So that's I, I, that's I like one that. take on it. The second I like take that. is don't undercut yourself. You're smarter than a lot of motherfuckers. Yeah, that too. That. And I think that smart people sometimes, like yourself, you sometimes wait too long because you want to learn more, right? Yeah. You have all the good intentions. Right. I was uh, in Charlotte recently, and I was showing someone my business. And this is very personal to me, but I was showing somebody my business. Mm-hmm. And it was hard because I was showing all the nitty-gritty details. Yeah. All I'm the shit that's sure fucked up about my business yeah. and yeah, that I knew was go. fucked nice up work. about my business. And I was showing that all to this person 
And it was hard showing that person because, like, I knew it was fucked up, but I've never opened up and shown that to someone that okay. knows more than I do, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, but the thing is, and this person was like, how the fuck are you in business right now? <laughs> like, straight up. Like, yeah. They did it in the nicest ways possible. Like, I yeah. trust this person completely, and it was, like, easy for me to share. But I was like, they were like, how the fuck are you doing this? Because yeah. they are very smart, and they think and, like, analyze things as well, right? Yeah. But. I told this person, I was like, look, when I used to work for this, this, uh, this company, I used to do sales for mm -hmm. like these Amazon guys that were on Amazon, right? And they were selling products on Amazon. And I used to call up and talk to these motherfuckers all day long. And I talked to some stupid motherfuckers yeah. that were starting a business. It was the guys that were smart that would talk themselves out of it. They wouldn't take action. Yeah. They would analyze all the cons all the things that could go wrong. Mm -hmm. The stupid motherfuckers didn't give a fuck. Yeah. They were like, of course, everybody wants my garlic press. Or like <laughs> fucking like whatever. They were like, they didn't yeah. even think about it. But they, maybe the world didn't want their shit, right? But the thing is, is they were so fucking dumb, all they had was action. Mm. And they just took the fucking action. And nine out of ten times, man, they were making more money because they just put that shot. You miss a hundred of the shots you don't take. Shoot or shoot, 100%. right? Like, who wins wars? The people that fact. fired the most fucking bullets. Right. You know? And that's the thing is, like, I learned that really early on. Just, like, you know, you don't have to know everything. You don't have to have it all together. I was like, mm -hmm. if these motherfuckers are running a business, yeah, then I can too. Yeah. And I got that kind of boost of confidence because I was like, there's no way. I mean, the, the smart people will be like, which color should I label my product? And how <laughs> should I like market it? And all this shit. And this, the other motherfuckers were just like, fuck it, I'm going. They were just like yellowing it, you know? Yeah. But I would say do that on a smaller scale, which is money, throw it in the market, pick some things that you're interested in. Yeah. And use it as leverage for yourself to learn. Okay. I like that. I like that. Cool. Yeah. Nice words, sir. Very, very well said. Well said. <laughs> um, yeah, there's not really much that I could even say there. I have mentioned this before, but just how you look at gambling is calculated risk. Just how you want to know more and everything, just getting your feet wet. You can learn a million things, and it's good to have that information. But the more that you know or the more that you learn, yeah, the I'd say the... More confident you feel, I guess. As and you know, it was very, very funny about this whole thing is, I learn better by doing. Right. Yeah. So I'm talking about I want to read go. some shit. I hate reading, first of all. Yep. So like for me to not just like, all right, well, okay, now I'll figure out this. Like I, I'm, I, I love more the more like, all right, self-taught shit or like that's just yeah. kind of that's just kind of how I've been a lot. So. You know, no, I, I really like that. I really like that. That was well put. I like, I like that. Cause how would I know? Yeah. Who's the, who's the dude uh, that we knew? Tim, the real estate agent. Oh yeah. Tim. Timmy. There's this guy that I met with once talking uh, about real estate. And one of the things that he said to me, I'll never forget this, but he was talking about how, whether it's real estate or whatever, when you're learning about something, you need to be taking action and it's like, no matter what happens, you just have to keep going. Mm. Yeah. And you're going to fail. You have yeah. to, you have to yeah. accept that. And yeah, 100%. And the words that he said, he's like, you have to learn to fail forward. And yeah, I, okay. And I was like, all right. Yeah. I've never heard anyone say something like that before. It was just yeah. like, 
yeah, you keep, even if you fail, you just keep going. You go forward. Yeah. Two other thoughts I have really briefly. Mm -hmm. First thought is everything you do is a gamble. Yeah. Me getting in my minivan that I just bought and drove over here. (laughs) Yeah. That's a gamble. Right. Like it's a gamble that you guys are going to show up and be here. Right. It's a gamble that I'm not going to get hit on the fucking way over here. True. It's True. a gamble that I'm not going to get fucking pulled over. Yeah. When you go to pour yourself a fucking, you know, a glass of milk, you're taking a gamble. You're yeah. taking a gamble on the company that you trust who they are, that they took the cow, they didn't add in extra shit. You're taking a gamble that it's not expired, that the date's right. You're, everything in life, every moment from when you wake up, and, and to, to, to not to say, hey, I'm not going to gamble because... I don't want to gamble. That's a gamble. Yeah. You know, that's a bet that that's not going to pan out. Right. And that's not necessarily a bad bet. Sometimes that's a good bet to have. Yeah. But if you look at the data, you look at the facts. The other thing is like, you're very smart, right? But the other thing you got to consider is that like motherfuckers, no matter how high you get, Mm -hmm. this is my thing that bothers me about conspiracy theorists is that Conspiracy theorists think that there's motherfuckers out there that have their shit together. Yeah. I've gone up the chain and nobody that I've met ever in my 33 years of existence understands or has it all together or understands what the fuck they're doing. Mm -hmm. Like truly. Yeah. I've heard, I've heard, sorry, I don't mean to cut you off, but I've heard that before. Like there are people who've said that, that nobody knows what they're doing. Nobody. Nobody. So. Fucking born on a spinning rock <laughs> in your fucking diaper, man. Yeah. And you go from there. Yeah. I like it. I that's like fair. it. Yeah. All right. Uh, that's fair. That's a that's a lot of information, especially just coming off of the market. Um before we switch gears, does anybody have any other questions or thoughts on this topic at all? I mean, I'm good. That was Moving on. That was that was great. So this is a uh, this is a little more serious. Um, this is a this is a topic that's been on my mind for God knows how long. And with what my man E was telling me earlier, or what he touched on, not uh, not on the pod, but off it, I was like, oh, that that's very very important. First and foremost, it is actually I shouldn't even say this. E, you tell him. Oh yeah. Um. Yeah. <laughs> so, the month of September is um is suicide prevention month, mm. and so we just definitely want to acknowledge that. Um. I mean, we can you know talk a little briefly, but you know we'll touch on we'll touch on it more. We'll touch on it more, like in, in more in depth, um, another time. But yeah, just you know, just kind of putting that awareness out there. Um. You know, we all go through something, man. So that's just, you know, you never know who's going through something. Mm-hmm. So just kind of being that buffer man. and, you know, like shit happens. But you just got to, people got to know that there's always a way. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, thank you for sharing that, sir. Even though I, I, I kind of made you do it, but still appreciate it. Um so the reason that I bring that up is I've been thinking about this for the longest time. And this kind of goes along with the conversation that we had from the last pod. I was telling you about that uh, TikTok I saw, that conversation. Mm. To fill you in, there was this young man who was very, very one-sided in terms of um, 
just talking about masculinity, right? And I always ask this question, but really it's been on my mind. I'm like, what does it mean to be a man? And specifically, what does it mean to be a man in America? Because you have a lot of people who have opinions and thoughts and stuff like that. But I don't know. I feel like it kind of gets to a point where, I mean, anyone really gets pushed. But for men, a lot of people do keep a lot of shit inside. Yeah. And yeah, I think it's I think it's changing a lot though mm-hmm. nowadays. But yeah, like that's that was the like especially us growing up. That yeah, was, that's all we knew. But um, today it's hard to say because that's that's it's not it's not like that. Like yeah, especially for hard. me being me being in in the field. Well, I'm not. I'm around young men. Now I'm not. You know, like. But that's where it starts. That's where they learn it. They learning it from us. You know yeah. what I mean? But they're also learning now is to not give a fuck about how people are gonna look at you. So that's why we got that's why we're dealing with it, everything we're dealing with. You know what I mean? That's where the individual uh, the individualism comes from. You know what I mean? Cause now it's like, nah, fuck what they think. Be your own person. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or be whoever you want to be. In your experience working with the Gen Z kids, like, are you seeing that more and more? Like, these young guys, like, are you seeing them express themselves um, and their emotions more? Or, like, how are you I see like- them. I, I, see, I see it all, man. I see them, a lot of them doing that, but then I, st- like, starting to, like, it's it's weird. Like, if, if, if I'm looking in the lunchroom, just pretend I'm in a lunchroom and, you know, you got this crowd, this crowd, and it's just different, you know? But it's like, um, like you do have the, the young men that do express themselves and, like, you know, um, are more outspoken about things and more vocal. and um, and But then you have those that still want to do the whole tough guy stuff. And yeah. You know what I mean? In that role, yeah. but then the what's what, what the thing I love about my job is I'm the buffer between that. Yeah. I've been on the side where it's like, oh, yeah, you know, like just now more open about how I feel about shit. But then I've also been on the side when I was younger about, man, fuck that. I'm not telling you nothing. Don't talk. So so I can break that barrier between that. So when they try to give me the bullshit, I just break right through it because – the youth, like Gen Z and the youth, they they can they can sense bullshit a mile away. Yeah, hundred percent. That's so, what I love about them. So I try to be as real as Very I can authentic. be. Yeah, and 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 that's why I think I thrive that's in what currency. I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so you're, you're the buffer in that you have life experience beyond yeah, their years. Yeah, yeah. So you know what happens after. Yep. And you also can relate to where they're at. Yeah. So it's just it's just funny because it's just literally like a mix, man. So yeah, I see it all. I see. I see the side where people are open and express themselves. I see the side where young men don't know how to express themselves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they might be doing a thing, doing something one way, thinking that's how they should be expressing yeah. themselves. And this could be completely. But it only up, takes a you know? few motherfuckers sharing their feelings yeah. for other guys to learn from yep. that quickly and be yeah. like, oh, he did that and he didn't yeah. get ridiculed. And like, you know, people took him seriously. Yeah. And maybe yeah. I can do that too. It plants that seed. Whereas 10, 15 years ago, Number of guys expressing and opening them up were much smaller, you know, right. than it is now. And right. it, it takes a movement. It, if you guys do it, it opens the door for everyone. Yeah, it just because they do it, they got to see it. you. If you get that one, 
Yep. If you get that one, that's why I go for the leader. I go, I go for the leader. The you know what I mean? Yeah, it's a the pack head mentality. Of the pack. Yeah, it's because we live Yeah, the, as a male, we all it's, it's a pack mentality. It I is. go for the leader of the pack, and I'm like, all right, if I can get him to see it one, see one this yeah. way, they just gonna follow. This is old man talk right here. No, yeah. this, shit, this, is, this is real yeah. shit. And then they just <laughs> gonna is. follow, bro. And then it's like, all right. So then when I get them to thinking about it, now I'm like, all right. So now let me let me talk to you. Yeah, you, you don't have to be a follower, but how do you feel? Exactly. You know what I mean? It's interesting you bring up the pack mentality because I was having a conversation with some girls about this the other day. And I, I realized that I don't think a lot of girls understand how much we do run in a pack. Yeah. And how much that influences us, even yeah. from just walking down the fucking street. Yeah, absolutely. Like, there's a lot of body language and subtle things that happen absolutely. between us as guys. That nobody else is aware of. Yeah. But that we we know about. Right. Right. As men. Yeah. We it's like know. unwritten. It's you know. Yeah. It's unwritten yeah. rules, but we all have them. We all know it. And yeah. I was so surprised that like these people had no idea what the fuck I was talking about. And I was like, that's fair, but yet it exists. Yeah. Absolutely. You bringing up that pack mentality just made that brought it top of mind. Yeah. But it's so true, man. It really does. And that's smarter you to, to you know, go after the pack leader because you're right. Right. When we are men that live in packs. Yeah. That's just how we're we're wired. Yeah. And if you can hit the pack leader, at least a couple of them, man, just it let trickles them see. down. And, and it it's trickles like, down. And it's like, I'm not trying to convince you to, like, I'm not trying to make you change. I'm just trying to convince you to see something different. Like, mm-hmm. look at it from this point of view. You know what I mean? Because if we always, from here, but if you look from the other side, right. it could be a completely different picture. You know yep. what I mean? Me and so, Minnesota, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, so it's kind of like that. You know, so as far as, like, what 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 it is to be a man, it's like, shit. I couldn't even answer that question now because. Don't know. Don't know. It's different. And which I think that's a, I think. It's kind of a good problem. You know what I mean? Mm. Not yeah. even a problem. I'm not even not trying to call it a problem, but it's kind of, it's just like, all right, so it's, it's real. It's real. It's not Authentic, just, it's real. You don't have to just be um, one or the other. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't, I don't, I can be, I can be, I don't have to go work in a fucking construction or do that. Like, I can yep. sit on this computer and make way more money. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. It's like it's, so. I'm not. I'm less of a man because I'm not. I'm not getting my yeah. hands dirty. Or, or you could be on the OnlyFans or be a stripper in the metaverse, man. <laughs> right? The wide open opportunity. Wide open. That was very specific. <laughs> For real, <laughs> man. Looking at a, make and money it's back. like you know it's what like what what are you doing to? And when I think of like what it is to be a man, it's like what are you doing to be a better person to your community. You know That's what I mean? That's the question. Like, yeah. how, are, how are you helping your community? Are you tearing it down? Or are you building it up? Are, yeah, are you or are you building it up? Are you letting other people tear it down? Because then that's not a man. You sitting here watching? You here's watching my, somebody fuck your shit up? Here's my question for you. Do men tackle that differently than women? Or others? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, oh, that's a good question. Um, or would you say it's exactly the same between how men tackle building up their community versus uh, women or others of whatever you say pronouns? Oh, I don't know, cause I, I, I think, I think women probably do it a little better. Yeah, I think, I think, 
because I like that you said not to cut you off, but I like that you said better, yeah, and not different. No, it's not different, it's, yeah, because yeah. that I feel like that's exactly what it is. Right, I think just a little better. I, I feel like I feel like we're so we can be we can be stuck in our way sometimes, but for sure. Mm-hmm. But women, they like you know they they got it. They got plans, you know, plan plan A, plan B, like you know what I mean. But yeah. not saying yeah. we don't. But I think they just do it a little better. They're better. Yeah. I yeah. think they just do it a little better at, at building their community, but. Um, but just imagine if we all building it, you know, yeah, in their own and, not, way. and not trying to tear it down. Cause it's still, don't get me wrong. There's some shitty people out there. You know what I mean? But that's true for dude. the most part, man. Yeah. Like yeah, it's most just, people are good people. Very, very good responses. Gentlemen. Uh, here's a question that I have for you guys. though. we know that those things are changing especially when it comes to um, um, an old mindset for Mm -hmm. be it men or young men. I think about, I'll I'll even say like for me, and I've said it on the podcast before for me, it, I wasn't in an environment where it was like, Oh, you gotta be tough. You gotta do this. You gotta do X, Y, and Z. I actually had the opportunity to just be, to express myself. However, for me, I had to learn different things. Like, I I had to learn. Oh, you can't just say whatever or right. just express whatever at any time of yeah. any day. Yeah, you have to learn how to tend to your emotions. Right, mm. you have to learn how to console yourself. And it's not like oh, you gotta be hard as fuck. You gotta do this and that. Right. It's like no, you can't let this shit run you. You can't run yeah. wild with your emotions. You have to learn how to channel that and use it. Just how you talk about yeah. building up your community. It's like, okay, if you have the energy to vent, you have the energy to put that somewhere else. Yeah. So So let me ask you this. Where where how did you learn to be a man? Ooh, fuck. That's a question. Um is honestly is a combination of different things. I could even say you, dude. Like I, t- you and I, how many conversations right. have we had just about life? Yeah. Like, ain't man, I'm going through it. Fuck, me too. Like, those sort of things. Just having the opportunity to to express oneself, but not go overboard, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. there have been conversations like that as well, where I've shared things and I've gone on and on, and I could see the like the eyes getting glazed over. Like, okay, I think. I've gone too far. It's you just, just like mean that. in general? Yeah. Yeah. And um, that's something that we've touched on as well. Like, you have to, when it comes to those sort of things, you can't just emotional dump on people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we right? talked about that. Yeah. yeah. Mm. You have to be in a safe space. Both parties have to be in a safe space, and they have to be in a certain mm-hmm. mindset. And I had to learn that myself. Like, I couldn't just express whatever to anyone at any time of the day. I also had to realize for myself that I couldn't just take on everyone else's emotions. Yeah, yeah. Because um, I am empathetic as fuck, and somebody says something to me, I'm just crying. So. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you, Micah, a couple mentors that I've had. And see, and that that's... That's great because I, I, I asked that because you 
I don't I didn't have my father in my life, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. To teach me how to be a man. But over time, yeah, I had uncles that, you know, uncles, cousins, older cousins, like that taught me, guided me to where I needed. But then when I got on my own, I'll go to college, go move to Minnesota by, yeah. your, by yourself, six hours away from your family, all your family. It's like, damn, I don't know what the fuck to do. But yeah. then I meet people that's like, all right, you know what I mean? Like, and we building our community together, mm-hmm. we become men together, and then it's different. So then I mean, they parents, I'm like, oh, maybe I'll take a little bit of that. Yeah. Oh, yep. Maybe I'll take a little bit of that from him. Yep. And then it's like, then they fathers now. So now yeah. I'm like, okay. That's the type of father I want to be. Mm-hmm. All right, that's that's the type of father I want to yeah, be around. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean. So I feel that. Yeah, it's just man, it's just that that community. It keeps coming back to that community. You know what I mean? For me, at least, for no. in my mindset, I think it's like that for everyone. And if it's not, it should be. You hear that saying all the time. It's almost like cliched to this point. No man is an island. Mm-hmm. Like it's mm-hmm. true. Nobody should be alone. Like you're not gonna figure shit out on your own. There's someone yeah. that you're gonna look to. You're someone you need to talk to. Yeah. Because there's some shit that you could be going through and you cannot comprehend it. Right. So. At the same time, that does make me wonder. It's like, all right, no man is an island. I understand, but there's there are times where you are alone. Right. What then? Shit, I mean, it, it, oh, sorry, go ahead. So, no, I was just going to say, like, because that's a conversation that we have, we've been having for the longest time. It's like, check in, check in, right? Mm-hmm. Check in with your people, check on them, see what's going on with them. But you still have those times, you still have those moments where it, it's like, I'm alone. And see, for me, I like being alone sometimes. Yeah. You know, like, I need that. to be alone sometimes, you know, but the thing that, you gotta remember it's like, all right, motherfucker, you can really you do got people around you. Don't don't act like people don't support you. You know what I mean? Don't push nobody away. Just have your time, but go check in. Yeah. You know what I mean? Have your have do you for a little bit. No shit. Whether it's six months. Oh, sorry. You know what I mean? Do but just know I can pick up this phone. All right, you and 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 check in or you know, or damn I'm 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 going through this. It's it's people there, yeah. It's people there. Just never forget that, you know. what I mean, because yeah, we. I mean, we we all are alone at some point, but you know what I mean. But then that's when you got to get out your head and like, all right, let me breathe, take a step back. You know what I mean? You said you said a lot, a lot of gems. But the last part, that's especially true, even for me. Like, get out your head. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. that shit, all the time. Like constantly and just in there, and I'm like, okay, I need to be doing something else. So, yeah, well said, sir. I resonate with that a lot. I mean, I was in South Korea, you know, mm-hmm. first two months, I was going through some dark shit. Yeah, by myself. I wanted that though. I wanted yeah. to be alone. I yeah. wanted to be out of Minnesota. I wanted to be isolated. I wanted to be around motherfuckers that didn't speak my language. Yeah, I wanted all of that. The same time, I was in my head a lot, and it affected me on a lot of different levels. Mm-hmm. And it built up, and it affected me on a financial level, emotionally, mental. Mm-hmm. Even though I wanted it, and I was getting my time, 
you know, I started reaching out. Like we yeah. started talking on the phone. I started yeah. to do up. We started talking almost weekly and that got me through, you know, like that got me through. I'm, I'm dead serious on that, you know? And, uh, yeah, but just reaching out and knowing and having that balance, you know, of how much do you isolate? How much do you have your alone time? How much do you stay in your head versus how much do you, you know, start to reach out? Even if it doesn't always feel good, because no one wants to admit that they're not doing well, you know? Yeah. yeah. But having someone you trust to yeah. open up a little bit and just get out of your head and get some different perspectives. And some of the conversations we had, like, weren't even about what I was exactly going through, but they were topics or of interest or just things to get me going. And I would carry that through the rest of my day. You know, just having that energy from that conversation would propel me to have other conversations mm-hmm. or to carry that energy with me as I kept on going through my shit. And yeah, man, I think like you just nailed it, you know, just getting out of your head and knowing when to do that. Yeah. Huge. Yeah. It's a big one. Wise words, sir. Wise words. Um, this is some heavy shit. Damn. Um, I think, I think that was, a, that's it. A great way to close that out though. You know what I mean? Like, I'd say so. Um, we don't talk about it enough. You do. Um. Yeah. Last call. Yeah. I I don't even know how to start this. I got you there. Yeah, go go so, ahead. So I'm just the what the everything stood out to me in this conversation. It just kept going back to community. It kept going back to, um, you know, just kind of getting out your head, um, accepting, you know, accepting things. But uh, what I really love is when Micah said, life's a gamble. Yeah. And I truly believe that. Like, no matter what we do, it's always a risk of something else not going well or something else or shit going well. You know what I mean? Exactly. So they always look look at the negatives, but sometimes when you roll that dice, it's sevens. Yeah. So, so that's what really, that's what I really resonated with is just that, you know, like don't, don't be a man like, <laughs> I, was, so I was trying to like, like i feel like everything you just said <laughs> like, i didn't, didn't want to wash what i was but you know what i mean like, like Look, don't, I got you. I got don't you. be a I'm man connection. just do you know do it man like shit try it try it because if you don't fail i mean if you don't try you will never fail yeah. If and I, if you never fail, yeah. you'll never learn. And yeah. being a bitch is not talking about your emotions. It's talking oh, about your feelings. Yes, very true. Very true. <laughs> well said. I would say, Okay, for me, the last call is to piggyback off of what you're saying, E, I feel like that was summarized in with what you said. Like, get out of your head. Yeah. Like, that's just basically it. Talking a bit, talking about taking chances and risking all that stuff. How can you do that if you're constantly in your own head? Just True. thinking about that. So I don't know. That's just the way that I see it. It's like you're getting in your own way. So get out your head. Exactly. Mm-hmm. What about you, Micah? What do you got? I'm just going to, you know, what stood out to me was just when you said, <laughs> don't be a <laughs> 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 But no, gender, gender roles aside, I think what you meant by that was like, you know, just, 
do the hard thing. Yeah. Do yeah. the difficult thing. Take the difficult path. Don't Make be the scared. Difficult. Yeah. You know what I mean? Everything we talked about, like you, like you were saying, like whether it's in the markets, getting involved in investing, m- making a move or not making a move, whatever is a hard decision in life, face that thing. Yeah. You know, head on. doesn't matter if you're gender or like who you are, but you know, it was talking about like as being men and stuff, just face your problems. Yeah. Head on. I like that. I like that. Okay, that's it. All right, man. E, bring us home, please. All right, before I bring her home, though, I just want to point out that that second wind um, that came across me was brought to you by Liquid Death. <laughs> so please sponsor us. All right. <laughs> no, I'm fucking wrong. But <laughs> there you have it. Ladies and gentlemen, another amazing, this was really good. This was really good. Amazing episode of the Symposium Podcast. I'm E. Wright. Rose Gold. Michael and we want to thank you, Micah, for blessing us thank once again. Thank you for having man. me, man. This was, a, this was a pleasant surprise. I was I'll looking forward to this. Because I was dead. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, man. All right. Uh, episode 77? No. 78. That's 78. right. 78. Episode 78. Damn. Thank y'all for tuning in. Greatly appreciate it. Till next time, we out.